When are prices going to go down? When do you think they're going to go down? Why? Like, who knows? All we know is where we're at today, and we know what's on the short-term horizon. Nobody knows where we're going to be 12 months from now. Yeah. Right? Nobody knew COVID was going to hit. And then when COVID hit, nobody knew that COVID was going to accelerate appreciation. Like, you just don't know. All you know is where we're at today. And where we're at today is like 0.6 months of inventory. When you're at 0.6 months of inventory, there's only one thing prices can do, and that's go up. Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. And I'm Brian Kochi, the media director here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. If you have questions for us, you can always send them uh, via thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. You can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our Facebook group, join our referral network for everybody leaving California, and get updates on our Media Mayor Mastermind course, which is everything Brian and I have learned over the last six plus years of cranking out videos together in a nice little package. Um, and it includes ongoing scripts every single month with four video topics every month so that you can make sure you're consistently putting out videos. So we're not going to just teach you what to do. We're going to give you the scripts and the plan to follow um, to implement that every month so you get four videos a month out. So go to thewhistleway.com for that. If you enjoy the show today, really appreciate it if you're listening on a podcast platform to hook us up with a review on that platform. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, let YouTube know that you're enjoying the show. And hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell so you get updated on future episodes of the show. What's the question today, Brian? Today, we're going to answer a question that consumers ask our agents or, or say to our agents, probably every single day. Um, we all know the market is insanely hot right now. It's the craziest market I've ever seen. Um, and you have kind of two, side, two groups of people that I see saying this. One is buyers that are in the market that have been beat out over and over and over and over again and get a little bit of buyer fatigue. And two, you have the, uh, the backseat quarterback financial planner wannabes saying, oh, I know what's gonna happen because I've seen the internet once. Um, and one of the, the objections that we overcome, one of the things we talked about in our script battle is, um, hey, I wanna wait until the market cools down before I buy. It's too hot, I'm, I can't find a house. I'm gonna wait until it cools down, slash crashes, slash implodes, slash whatever, but I don't wanna buy now, I'm gonna wait until it's less expensive. How do you say that? What do you say? Depending on how much rapport I'm in with that person, I'll typically say, how's that working out for you? Legitimately. How's it working out for you? Because if you've been looking for even three months, what you're paying today versus what you were paying three months ago, all those properties that you looked at three months ago that you didn't offer on or didn't step up high enough are now actually look like those prices were a discount. <laughs> you're actually frustrated with yourself that you didn't pull the trigger on one of those or you didn't you know, step up to where you needed to be to make a deal happen. So if somebody says that they know that right if they've legitimately been looking they're actually they're they're, they're just frustrated yeah and so they don't want to stop you have to understand that's not what they really want to do they just haven't been able to figure out a way to accomplish what their goal is and so the only solution is just to quit um, which happens right i mean we've all dealt with that in life like Absolutely. we've wanted something bad enough and it just didn't work out and at some point you just quit you didn't want to quit you wanted to accomplish whatever that goal was just didn't happen and so you hit your breaking point you quit so i think it's important to understand that's what's really happening in that scenario they don't want that 
you just haven't shown them the path to get what they want. And so I think that's the key when you're in the scenarios is to help them and understand really what's going on. But nine times out of 10, it's just, it's frustration. Um, and when you're in that state of frustration, you make a, you know irrational decisions that you'll probably regret later. Because I know people who threw in the towel a year ago, last summer, when it was really busy, wish they would have bought something. Because, I mean, here in San Diego, values are up like 20 plus percent from a year ago. Insane. So where people quit a year ago, they're really kicking themselves. I mean, shoot, even three months ago, you're kicking yourself. But a year ago? So um, I think it's important just to really get down to like, What's the real situation? Are they just frustrated? Are they tired? Um, or are they looking for unicorns? Because that's a real thing, right? You've got the person who, I mean, we get people all the time in San Diego. They're like, oh, I want this home. And they, they found like a mobile home, right? It's like $200,000. And like, oh, three bed, two bath with a garage and a yard in San Diego. This is great. And then they don't understand when you buy a mobile home, there's a thing called space rent that just conveniently in most of San Diego is $1,000 to $1,500 mm-hmm. on top of the mortgage. Like, oh, well, I can't afford that. But what, what houses do you have for two or 300000 Or it's in a 55-plus community. <laughs> right. Like, there is nothing. It doesn't yeah. exist. That's a unicorn. So they're unicorn hunting. So there's going to be a, a, a subset of people who just sure. legitimately what they want doesn't exist. And there's nothing you can do to change it. Um, but for most people, what they want exists. They just haven't been able to get what they want. And so you got to just sit down and, and have a rational conversation with them. I think where a lot of us make the mistake when we get into this scenario is we're, we're trying to have these conversations over text and email. I think it's one of the worst things in the world. There's a problem in our industry where there's an over-reliance upon texting and emailing and in digital conversation and DMs. We should mix that in there. Um, there's a, become an over-reliance on this digital communication. But this is a negotiation. Like a negotiation has to happen face-to-face, at least over the phone or Zoom, but you can't negotiate over text and email. It just is not effective. we got to actually talk to somebody because the words that we say are 7% of the communication. 38% is the tonality with which we say those words. And then the remaining 55% is the body language that, with which we say those words. It's so important to get in front of somebody. I've had so many clients over the years who are like big keyboard cowboys and they're so tough and they're fucking asshole in a text <laughs> message and they'll talk all kinds of shit. And then you sit down with them face to face and they're a totally different person. <laughs> it's real easy to be a tough guy behind a keyboard face to face. And I'm a big dude. I'm a 6'3", 220. Like, you're not going to be a dick to me. Like, <laughs> I will smash you. <laughs> like, um, but it's funny how that works. When Just want to make sure we all understand that. If you are mean to Kyle in person, he will physically assault you is what I heard. You will catch a kick punch real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's funny, though, you sit down with people, and now all of a sudden cooler heads prevail. And now maybe they got to vent a little bit, but you can rationalize with somebody when you're face-to-face. So that would be my first piece of advice. If, if you're running into situations where there's a client who gets to this breaking point, say, hey, you know, Brian, I, I can feel there's this feel-felt-found is like a, a strategy. I, I feel where you're coming from. Um, what I've had a lot of clients who felt the same way as you and been in the same scenario where they want to throw in the towel. But what I found works best is to set up a time for us to get together. Let's grab a coffee. Let's grab a beer. Let's just talk through things. Let's kind of recalibrate where we're at with things. And at the end of that, we'll decide like, hey, are, are we really going to throw in the towel? Or maybe do we just need to recalibrate and, you know, head in a different direction with things? I love that. I've never heard you say that. The That's, feel felt found? Yeah, dude. It's super strong. It's really easy. It's easy to remember. It yeah. reminds me of Fab. Yeah. I just wrote that up on our board when I uh, <laughs> worked with uh, Clayton, one of our agents, to 
help him with a video script. Yeah. But uh, yeah, feel there's, that's, there's a little, that's solid. Little sales uh, tactic, feel felt found. So, Brian, I I feel you. I I can only imagine how frustrated you are. What I have had other clients in your scenario felt the same way. What I've found works best is right. Yeah, and I like that you talk about what other clients, but you can also do about yourself, right? You just bought a house, right? Hey, I I, I can tell you're feeling anxious. I felt the same way before I bought my house. Things got crazy at 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 my home and trying to get all. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Yeah, what I found is to cut your own kidney out, put it on a platter, and then <laughs> serve it along with the offer. It's delicious. Because putting a kidney in there is, is what it takes to get your offer accepted right now. Awesome. Um, so if you want, if you are the numbers type, I know you like yeah. numbers, and you want to give some stats and, and get some more knowledge, where do you go? Because a lot of times people go, oh, this is the same thing as 2007, 2008. The market's going to crash. It's unsustainable. I know this because, you know, internet. Because Yahoo told me so. Yeah. Ask Jeeves said, yes, it will happen in 2007. Yeah. Um, so as far as there's a lot of different things that I've learned over the years to use in this scenario, but data is obviously the most important one. And um, my degree is in economics, so I, I love to show charts and graphs. Now, I'm only going to show these selectively based on the person. And, and what I show is going to vary. If I know I'm like here in San Diego, we have Qualcomm, we have a bunch of big tech companies, we have Boeing, we have General Atomics, like a bunch of big, big um, tech-related companies here in town. When I'm talking in Sony, with like I talk to a techie that's an engineer, like I'm going to show them the big chart with the whole spreadsheet, with the graphs, the whole nine. If I'm talking to an off-the-charts D, I might just show them like the simple-ass chart that's color-coded, <laughs> that right, you could look at it for one second and read it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't even want the detail. They don't even show the detail, right? So I'm going to use charts and, and graphs selectively, but I'm going to use them all the time because you can't argue with data. Data is data. So if I can show somebody right now what's going on with inventory and just help them understand that, you know, currently in San Diego, we're sitting at like 0.6 months of inventory, I think is where we're sitting at, 0.6, 0.8 months of inventory right now. In a traditional market, we have four to six months of inventory. I remember so, freaking out when we had two months, 2.3 months. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, we don't have enough. Now yeah. <laughs> so when I could show somebody how you know short we are on supply of homes for sale, this is a simple supply and demand economics, right? So I can help reassure somebody through data that what's happening today is not happening because like, I got a half a million dollar loan when I was like 20 years old scooping popcorn at a movie theater because I was like a manager at the movie theater. Like, that's stupid. You managed so the popcorn it, kernels? Yeah, like, <laughs> I managed to put the freaking kernels in the machine that popped them. Like, you didn't burn them. That was the extent of my management. Um, sorry for whatever lender that was that gave me that money. Um, that was silly. Uh-oh. And there was times they were giving you like 100 and I, I got a loan. I don't think I actually took this one, but I got a loan offer of 125% loan to value. That Ugh. means they paid me to buy the house. Like I didn't have to put any money in. And then when it closed, they were going to give me 25% of the money back afterwards. Like it was stupid. So <laughs> Tom's like, I w- can I, I was have like, that? Where please? was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. So that was artificial. What's happening today is simple supply and demand economics. There's not enough people selling in relation to the number of people that are buying That's supply and demand. And as long as supply is as low as it is, there's only one direction that prices can go. And that direction is up. So do you want to be buying in a market where prices are going up or do you want to buy in a market that's going down? Right? That's a conversation mm-hmm. I'm having with a client. The other thing is people say, well, like, I want to wait till prices go down um, and then I'm going to buy. When are prices going to go down? When do you think they're going to go down? Why? Like, who knows? All we know is where we're at today 
and we know what's on the short-term horizon. Nobody knows where we're going to be 12 months from now. Yeah. Right? Nobody knew COVID was going to hit. And then when COVID hit, nobody knew that COVID was going to accelerate appreciation. Like, you just don't know. All you know is where we're at today. And where we're at today is like 0.6 months of inventory. When you're at 0.6 months of inventory, there's only one thing prices can do, and that's go up. So do you want to continue waiting and watching prices go up? Because it's only going to become more unaffordable to you. And you can also just look at the data of what the Fed is projecting to do with the federal funds rate, which typically mortgage rates tend to move in the same type of direction as the federal funds rate. They're not directly tied, but there tends to be correlation. There's also prediction that interest rates are going to go up. So do you want to buy now while rates are where you know rates are whatever today, we call them a 3%. Historical lows. Right. And you know that prices are going to go up over the next 12 months. Do you want to buy now or do you want to wait? Because in 12 months from now, Based on the rate of appreciation, the home's going to be 20% more expensive a year from now. So that million-dollar home is now 1.2 million, and your rate is going to go from three to three and a half percent projected. So now here's what your payment would be today on that home. Here's what your payment's projected to be on that home, and show a side-by-side analysis of what it's going to cost that person. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's an escrow in a place right now, and uh, he said, "Well, we're just going to we're going to save up money for the next year," and I said, "Look." You're looking at a seven hundred thousand dollar place. If it increases twenty percent year over for, for in the next twelve months, like Kyle thinks it is, that seven hundred thousand dollar house is going to be one hundred forty thousand dollars more. Are you going to save up more than one hundred forty thousand dollars in the next year? You're not. Then you're lo- the, then buy now. It's called opportunity cost. Exactly. Yeah, the cost of waiting is absurd right now. Now I know you're a numbers junkie. I know you're a tech nerd. You can look. You can probably export all of the MLS and build out graphs and do all that. If someone, probably most people listening or watching, are not interested in doing that, I know there's a resource that we use that can give really easy graphs, really easy explanation, um, and gives you all as a lot of data so you can show high Ds, high Cs, whatever you want to go with. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, most MLSs have a relationship with some sort of data aggregator. Ours uses FastStats, um, which I love. Their graphs are very simple, easy to read, and they have the detailed version and the simple version for people. There's other companies. I know some MLSs integrate with like Trend Graphic, Trend Graphics. Some integrate with InfoSparks, and and there's a ton of different data providers out there. And shit, if your MLS doesn't go on Zillow, go on Redfin. Like the data is all there. Yeah. Right, like the the data is not hard to find. Your clients actually have the data; they know it. They just might not want to look at it. They might be turning a blind eye to it. But show the data. Um, you could find the data. So if you can't find the data, that that sounds like it's you just not putting in the effort because the data is there. It's it's accessible. And if you don't want to do any of those, I kept trying to lead you this way, but you didn't kept pick up on it. Keeping current matters. Yeah. So yeah, keeping current matters is great. We love those guys. Um, and what you can do with them, they have some really cool charts. They actually have cost of waiting charts to just give you side by sides, and they have them at like hundred thousand dollar increments. So, you know, if you're in some markets, your average price is two hundred, and others, your average price is you know one point two million. So, they have cost of waiting charts that help people understand what is it going to be today versus what's it going to be a year from now, assuming appreciation and, and interest rate rise. So they have some really good stuff. Those guys aggregate a lot of data. And there's like a monthly fee for Keeping Current Matters, but it's worth its weight in gold. We use that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I, that I love about them is they, again, create charts for everything. So even here in San Diego, we can go on an appointment with someone that's looking for a 
$350,000 condo and we can bring a chart. We can show that same chart, but a different iteration when we go on a $900,000 listing appointment too. Same chart, same information, but just, you know, organized so that way it's not one giant chart. Yeah. Um, the only thing that to note and be aware of with that is they usually, I think almost always, do national averages. Um, so if you are significantly higher or significantly lower than the national average, still can absolutely use them, just use it with that knowledge. And when presenting, saying this is the national average, we are twice the national average in terms of appreciation. This is what they think the nation's gonna happen, you can double it for us or have it or whatever. So, cool. All right. Well, hopefully that helped give you a little bit of ammunition and some strategies for overcoming that objection. Uh, before we dive into our widget of the week, which is something that saves us time, makes us more money, or helps us have more fun um, in the industry, we want to just put it out there again. If you have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. Um, ask us questions on there. Subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channels. Uh, you can join our referral network, our private Facebook group, and get details on our Media Mayor Mastermind video course. Uh, if you're enjoying the show today, if you got some value out of it, really appreciate it. If you're on a podcast platform, hook us up with a review. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and the little notification bell so you get notified of future episodes of the show. What do you got for us today, Brian? So my widget this week is something that adds massive value to our listings and to our sellers while adding five minutes and 20 bucks to our, to our bottom line. Um, what we do is we utilize, we've already talked about this in a previous episode, we use the iSpy 360 camera to take uh, 360 photos of the property that we can upload to Zillow, which helps our Zillow ranking, blah, blah, blah. That's all great. Uh, the thing that we do now is we upload it as well to iSpy 360. It's another company that you can upload these 360 tours to. You can create another 360 walkthrough tour. So if you didn't want to use the Zillow on the Zillow tour on the MLS and you wanted to use it separately or you wanted to have it private, it's a great tool for that. But what we love about it is it comes with a built-in floor plan. And the floor plan we upload alongside with all our other images that really give a good flow for the house. Um, it's something that I think people struggle with is saying, okay, I see there's the bedroom, I see there's the bedroom, I see there's a bathroom. How do they all connect? So they have a floor plan that we download directly from them. We just did some research to see what else we can use to, um, to do some floor plans. And they have some apps on your phone and I, we read a lot of reviews and the one that I thought we were going to go with until I saw this review is they say, oh, this one works great. I was able to scan it all and it was really easy. It only took me two hours. Next time it's going to only take me an hour. And I'm like, this takes us, my guys, five extra minutes. They upload it. They submit it. Um, again, I think there's a monthly fee and a per, per tour fee, but it's, it's fantastic. It gives us a floor plan really easily. Cool. Um, the one I'm going to give you guys, you guys know, Brian and I love video like crazy. Um, and we're huge, huge fans of BombBomb. BombBomb has been the go-to source for integrating video into your real estate business and all businesses, really. Yeah. Um, but maybe you're just starting out and you just don't have check equity right now. You just can't stroke the check for it. Um, I think it would be one of those things I would find a way to stroke the check, but maybe, maybe it just doesn't fit and you just can't afford it for whatever reason. But you still want to be able to send video emails and video texts and stuff like that out to your clients. There is an alternative that does have a free option, and it is called Soapbox, S-O-A-P-B-O-X, and it's by a company called Wistia, W-I-S-T-I-A, Soapbox by Wistia, and it will allow you to do 
some of the same things that you can do with BombBomb. So you can actually record videos and you can send them via emails. It doesn't have all the integrations and the analytics and all that stuff like BombBomb does. But, which is beautiful. But it, Which is beautiful. But it gets the job done. Yep. Right? And if you're starting out, sometimes you just got to get the job done. doesn't need to be perfect because done is better than not done. And it doesn't need to be done great. It just needs to be done. So... Uh, check out Soapbox by Wistia. They have a free option, um, and I've used it. We've actually done some recordings and stuff for our team on trainings, and it could be really, really good. So I would check that out in case Bomb Bomb doesn't fit your budget. Soapbox by Wistia. Cool. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of the show today. Really appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Whistle Way Podcast. See you next week.